Welcome back to Songs for FRCR and another quick episode. very 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 quick topic today it's tb i have not seen a single exam paper without a question about primary and post-primary tuberculosis it takes 15 seconds to memorize and you are throwing marks away if you don't know it so let's cover this very quickly when you are infected with tuberculosis one of two things can happen Either your body can contain the infection and you don't get sick, or your body can't contain the infection and you get sick. Let's look at each one in turn. So, if you are healthy and well and immunocompetent, your body can contain the TB. The bacilli are sequestered in a caseating granuloma. With that granuloma, you'll have calcified lymph nodes around the lung hilum. These people have a contained infection. This is a latent infection and they don't get sick. That's 90% of people. The remaining 10%, the unlucky 10% who are either immunocompromised or they're young children, they will get sick. If you get sick after your first exposure to TB, if you can't contain the infection, that's called primary tuberculosis. Most often occurs in children and the immunocompromised. If you don't get sick and your body can contain the infection, but later on you then get TB, years later, that's called reactivation TB or post-primary TB. That's nice and clear. Let's do primary first of all. Primary tuberculosis is infection after your first ever exposure to TB. I'm going to give you four imaging findings two classic signs and one important negative. So listen up. The four imaging findings, first of all, the first is consolidation. This is poorly defined consolidation, usually within the lower lobes. So lower lobe, poorly defined consolidation. We then have lymphadenopathy. Lymphadenopathy is a key feature of primary tuberculosis. Pleural effusions, and finally, you may get a miliary pattern. So the four imaging features of primary tuberculosis are poorly defined lower lobe consolidation, lymphadenopathy, pleural effusions, and a possible miliary pattern. The two classical imaging signs are a GON focus, that's G-H-O-N, We've all heard of this, the gone focus is the initial, the first little bit of parenchyma that's infected. And normally you'll find this in the middle of the lung. So either at the bottom part of the upper lobe or at the top part of the lower lobe. So somewhere towards the center. And finally, the Ranke complex, R-A-N-K-E, the Ranke complex is just the gone focus 
plus the lymphadenopathy that we know you have in primary TB. So that was four imaging features, two classic signs, and finally the important negative, cavitation does not happen in primary TB. I'm going to say it again, well, it's rare. So cavitation is rare in primary TB, and certainly for an exam, do not put primary TB if there is any evidence of cavitation. So from the top, primary tuberculosis is infection with TB after your first exposure. It has four imaging features, two classic signs, one important negative. The four imaging features are ill-defined consolidation, predominantly lower lobes, but this can be variable, pleural effusions, lymphadenopathy, and miliary disease pattern. Two classical imaging features are the gone focus, that's the initial parenchymal infection, and this gone focus tends to be either in the bottom part, the lower part of the upper lobe, or the upper part of the lower lobe, somewhere around the middle. And the Ranke complex is a gone focus plus lymphadenopathy. The lymphadenopathy of primary TB tends to be low attenuation, particularly centrally low attenuation and peripherally enhancing. Finally, you do not get cavitation in primary TB. That's it. That's primary TB. Take a breather. We'll come back and do post-primary or reactivation TB. Reactivation TB. Remember at the beginning I said when you are infected with TB, one of two things can happen. You either get infected and get sick, that's primary TB, and that's in the immunocompromised or in children. If you are immunocompetent and otherwise healthy, your body will contain the infection. The bacilli will be sequestered within a caseating granuloma. And what will then happen is later on in life, that infection can be reactivated. That is called post-primary TB. And the features of post-primary TB are as follows. If you are immunocompetent and otherwise well, then the hallmark of reactivation or post-primary TB is upper lobe consolidation. So in primary TB, I said it was predominantly lower lobe consolidation. In post-primary, it's predominantly upper lobe consolidation. You do get cavitation and you don't get lymphadenopathy. I'll say that again. If you are immunocompetent and you have reactivation or post-primary TB, there are three important features to remember. It will predominantly be upper lobe consolidation with cavitation, but no lymphadenopathy. You can get endobronchial spread. 
endobronchial spread of infection will obviously obstruct the bronchi and give you centrilobular nodules. And endobronchial TB is one of the causes of centrilobular nodules. As the bronchioles and the terminal bronchioles become obstructed with endobronchial spread of TB, that can also give you a tree-in-bud appearance, tree-in-bud nodularity. And TB is one of the differentials for tree-in-bud nodularity. While we're here, I may as well tell you the other differentials for tree-in-bud nodularity. They are bacterial pneumonia, aspiration pneumonia, airway invasive aspergillus, and mycobacteria such as TB. So let's just recap what we've said so far. We're on reactivation of post-primary TB. I gave you three imaging features. I also need to give you one classical finding, classical sign, and then an important negative. So the three imaging features were upper lobe predominant consolidation, cavitation, and endobronchial spread. Endobronchial spread will give you centrilobular nodules and a tree in bud nodularity. The, the classical imaging sign would be a tuberculoma. A tuberculoma is a well-defined round opacity that you'll see in the upper lobes. And finally the important negative is a lack of adenopathy. You don't have lymphadenopathy. The only caveat to this is patients who are immunocompromised, such as those with HIV and AIDS, they can get additional low attenuation lymphadenopathy with post-primary TB. So to recap again, post-primary TB is when you have reactivation of a latent infection. I gave you three imaging features one classical sign and one important negative. The three imaging features were upper lobe consolidation, cavitation, and endobronchial spread. Endobronchial spread, which will often give rise to centrilobular nodules and tree-in-bud nodularity. The classical sign was a tuberculoma, a well-defined upper lobe opacity, and the important negative was no lymphadenopathy. There is no lymphadenopathy with post-primary TB, unless of course you have HIV, in which case you can get low attenuation lymph nodes. So from the top, if you are infected with tuberculosis, one of two things can happen. You will either get an infection if you are immunocompromised, or your body will contain it if you are immunocompetent. Let's start with the primary tuberculosis. That's those people who are immunocompromised or children and they get an infection from their first exposure to TB. 
there are four imaging features of primary tuberculosis, two classic signs and one important negative. The four imaging features are lower lobe predominant poorly defined consolidation, lymphadenopathy, pleural effusions and a possible miliary pattern. The classic imaging findings are a gone focus. Remember that's a focus of parenchymal infection somewhere near the middle. So either the upper part of the lower lobe or the lower part of the upper lobe. Then a Ranke complex is the other classical finding which is the gone focus plus lymphadenopathy. Cavitation does not happen in primary TB. It's rare, it can happen, but for the purposes of your exam, cavitation is not a feature of primary TB. We then did post-primary TB. Post-primary TB has three imaging findings. It has one classic sign and one important negative. The three imaging findings I said were predominantly upper lobe consolidation, there is cavitation and endobronchial spread. Endobronchial spread giving rise to centrilobular nodules and tree in bud nodularity. The classic imaging sign would be a tuberculoma, that's an upper lobe opacity, around upper lobe opacity. And finally, the important negative is you do not get lymphadenopathy with post-primary TB. The exception to that rule is if you have HIV or are immunocompromised, in which case you can get low attenuation adenopathy the way that you'd get it in primary TB. That's it. That's TB. Memorise that, listen to it a couple of times and you're sorted. If you have any small topics that you'd like us to do, ideally under 10 to 15 minutes, then do get in touch and let us know. We will do our best to accommodate. We will see you soon. Adios.